What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And no music today because the camera messed up. So I'm not going to take it. Oh, no, keep going. Keep going. I don't think anybody's going No, please stop. <laughs> you know what? That is the audio. If you wanted to encapsulate what it would sound like to sit through that Houston basketball game, that's what it was. If you want to know what it would be like to sit through the Houston Cougars playing basketball half in and half out it's barrett doing that my goodness no this is what we really have on a monday morning as we welcome everybody in here but i'm tempted to i don't even know today because we could begin on a positive note we could have some fun and say look the philadelphia phillies one of the best teams in baseball and succumb harry now force him if you will arm bar him into having a baseball conversation the national championship game is upon us. That's another happy conversation. Oh, I'm riding that ticket, Barrett. But we also have one of the worst regular season losses in the history of regular season losses for this team post-process. And that's the Philadelphia 76ers, where I am at least today willing to slide over to the this kid's got to be roasted side oh at really least, oh yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah, yeah. oh welcome aboard i at least for today i right? think i know where you're going uh, with a, a particular player on the roster right that uh disgrace what happened yes ben simmons yeah. and that team that they lose to a guy and i don't care about john morant only having eight points the guy was diamond people out like a snitch it was insane yeah well, I mean, he he plays the point guard position the way I remember the point guard position being played. Not ah, the way ben yeah. Ah, da, da. Okay. Not ba da ba like yeah. Joey Mack. Ah, ba, ba, or ah, da, da. Get, Yeah, the Bird's 365 debut today, so we're going to get a bunch of drops, I'm sure, made up and constituted from Jody. But, yeah, I mean, the champion – look, Harry's got it behind him, Barry. We got the championship game tonight. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, we've been waiting on this game. No, we haven't. And I'll tell you, that game Saturday <laughs> night between Gonzaga and UCLA, that's yes. why you watch the tournament no for question. games like that. Because this 
this product delivers. Basically, every year or so, you get games like that. And that was just a, a time capsule basketball game. I loved every second of it. I even watched it again on Sunday morning. That's good work. That's by how you. much I liked it. Well, I had to. I, I I actually went back to my old ways. Had a couple infusions. Oh, no. oh yeah, yeah, man. Had a oh, couple no. infusions. Oh. I didn't go. I didn't go all in though. But I tell you what, Pineapple? it was great watching great basketball. Uh, because I watched the the first game, like you said, Houston atrocious. I was call it for what it is. It's yeah. an insult. It's regression. Yes, Calvin yes. Sampson is regressing the game of. Ba- and here's the thing: I feel so bad for his kids because they're not that. Like, if you brought in any competent coach that's run D1 programs successfully, this team is competing. This team could beat Baylor. They have the talent, the best offensive glass team we've seen in like three years. And Kelvin Sampson insists on running it down. It was atrocious watching <laughs> that game. Admit it. Admit well, yeah. it. Well, yeah, yeah, as bad as that one said. was, the, 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 set, yeah. the nightcap was tremendous. So, Can you imagine if it were reversed? Oh, I know. That would be bad. I mean, you know, we thought that based on the point spreads that Houston may have had a shot in that game and UCLA had no shot. Yeah. They were just yeah. overpowered, man. Yeah. You know, the guard play by Baylor was just, just overpowering, man. But I'm I'm trying to be positive here. You know, okay. I'm fired up for the game tonight, but the Phillies sweep the Braves. I'm trying to avoid oh. talking about Ben Simmons and the awful 76ers who apparently were tired. They were tired. They took yeah. the night off. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't get any elevation on their jump shots. At least that's what I was told. And then when I watched it, you're absolutely right. It was a home and home against two donkey teams. <laughs> why, why, why are they tired? These guys are in their early 20s. You gotta be right. kidding me. It's right. so disappointing to see a team take the game off, especially against a, a team that they are significantly better than. Yeah. And you know, you start to look at these types of games and this is not a team that has the playoff cachet. This is not a team with champions on it. Right. Kawhi, LeBron, Kevin Durant, guys that know what it is, that deep run. Right. It's basically being told, being told. Now, Doc is a little different. I get it. But that's not what that was last night. That's not, okay, resting. If that's the case, then sit Simmons. Mm-hmm. Sit Tobias Harris. Don't parade them out there for 20 minutes only to get your ass kicked up and down the court by John Morant and everybody else on that. Yeah, go full Popovich and, and, and sit him. Yeah, right? well, yeah, no. No. I, they, they, I don't. I don't think at this point they were going to do that. But I mean, I did get a sense of that. I mean, the fourth quarter, nobody. I mean, the fourth quarter, nobody really played. Nobody really played. So their, their starters got run off the floor. John yes. Morant had eight points and finished like plus thirty. Mm-hmm. That, that's <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Now, granted, he dropped a bunch of dimes on him, but it was only like 10 or 11 assists. All right, we'll, we'll keep only? it as positive as we can. Well, yeah, as positive as we can. Although, it's going to be a little difficult. We got a bunch of audio to play, too. So, yep. This is a Gao Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you, my friend, are caught in so the hyperbole question starts now. Let's find areas of my radio network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans wow. that fit your life. Rocket can. Live wow. from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. This is it. Welcome in a Monday edition of the program. And, well, 
We're going to try and keep it as positive as we can. There are a couple of good stories going on right now. The NCAA championship game. What an ending. What a finish. We're going to have to let you hear that 50 times over as we have as many calls as humanly possible gathered up of that ending. Gonzaga now, Baylor, the one that we all wanted, anticipated. We also can boast. And you know what? Maybe we should take. I would say both Harry and Barrett's collective advice of trying to stay positive because in the beginning of the show, I tried to drag everybody down with my complaints about the embarrassment of the Philadelphia 76ers minus Embiid last night. But we probably should, because I don't know how long we can boast that we now have one, if not the best baseball team in the major leagues, if not the national leagues. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We can't do that. Remember what happened last year? I mean, we went four straight, came out the box. We came out the box like a sprinter. I mean, we were we were good, and all of a sudden, bam, it all went to hell. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hold our enthusiasm, you know, for 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 just a little bit longer, man. Last year, this program had a baseball ban, yes. and we instituted a baseball <laughs> ban on the program. Jake Asman broke it, but we had the baseball. So I don't remember, Harry. You may remember, but no. I- no, I don't remember, but you know, I I said before the season started, like Monday or Tuesday last week, that this Phillies team is going to have to do something drastic to pull me in. Well, they're doing it. Oh, no. okay. I watched bits and pieces of all three games. In fact, I watched. I told you on Friday that I watched the uh, the opening day, the majority of that of that game, and uh, this Phillies bullpen. You know, is off to a tremendous start. Now it's only three games. I get it, but it's it, at least it's a start. At least we're at least we're three games in with a smile on our face. Come on, look at Colin Berger, man. Come on, <laughs> he's just gonna put it in. What one sixty two and zero? Are you in? to get us amped up and started, bro? Are you all in one sixty two for one sixty two? Harry is. Yeah, Harry's three for three so far. Well, well you know, I gotta go with the stream too. Also, a hey, um, happy anniversary. To uh, Penguin AZ. Oh, my God. All right, well, we're back at the way. It's the middle. Jeez. The, the, the middle. The middle. Look, bro, I know we're going to get on that, but I, I, I got to say happy birthdays to the, to the kids in the stream. You know what I'm saying? We, we looking. We checking it out. Happy birthday to your, your kids, man. You know what I'm to saying? To who? The kids, man. I'm watching the stream, man. What stream? It's double birthdays. You got to keep your yeah, eyes yeah, off that stream. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you, you have a conversation with the stream, and nobody has any idea what you're talking about. You got to give us That's a heads up. Get you hip to it. Because I they get you into it. No, no, no. We I have no idea what you're talking bro. about. So now we're in the middle of something, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Happy right. birthday! Happy birthday yeah. to who? I have no idea what was, I, what's going on right now. I, I can just imagine people listening on Sports Map Radio, just like, what did he just say? Who's Play talking Action to? Real? Play Action Real. His son Nick. Happy birthday, bro! And All right. Like, now, now everybody's got a birthday. Joey B's daughter, sixteen today. Yeah. I mean, calling BS. Today. Seriously, this is like AC Green selling that he right. was a virgin back with Showtime. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. 
Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Dipped into a little birds 365 this morning. With Devin, yeah, Devin. how'd it go? They were they were uh, talking draft. They had Ed Kratz oh, on. Yeah, that's a disappointment. So I'm gonna have to catch the replay. Yeah, Xander said good things. Great. I'm definitely doing them. Strong the numbers too. Three bald guys, <laughs> all on at once. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, I can't talk Santa Liquido. He Bro. was on earlier, I think. I think they had Kratz in the second hour. Oh, Kratz, another bald guy. Yeah. Look at Penguin AZ making us. Since the anniversary. Organization. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Uh, Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts <laughs> studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Juzang with eight, with seven, gets to the elbow, a floater, line drive, no, gets his own rebound, scores off the glass, 3.3 to go. Here's Suggs at midcourt, two, one, a 32-footer. Oh, oh my goodness, he banked it in. Gonzaga has won the game. Wow. Cry in your pillow. Unbelievable. Suggs hit a runner. Big shot going home. The Bruins are going home. There's the call on UCLA's IMG radio network. Now we have a ton more, but I wanted to at least get that one yeah. out right away because that's got to be one of the most difficult things to do in in that sense of being caught up in the motion like that and not go crazy. Yeah, was- no question. It was I mean, it's this I don't know if they're gonna have enough left. You know, to play against Baylor with that oh. shot, the way they played. Oh, no, they'll, they'll be fine. Here we go. That's they'll what they fine. want you to think. Yes. That's what the yeah. want you to think. That's What's what the line? Like four and a half? Yeah. Five, something like that? Five, five yeah. and a half, and it dropped down immediately because people like Barrett think that the Zags are out of gas. Well, remember, <laughs> I've been I've been, I've been, been on Baylor's bandwagon the whole time. You know, I, I love the way their guards play, man. They're intense. I mean, they run, they, they run, run. Yeah. Know, and, and, I don't know if they could keep up. Well, how great was the Juzang and Tiger Campbell and Hakez? They played a whale of a ball game on, oh, on Saturday night. Man. UCLA, to me, has been one of the great stories of this entire tournament. All right, I miss well, the I, hair, man. It's the yeah. hair. It's the I'll hair, man. This. First off, that game was was the best by a mile. That might be one of the best games we've seen in years. Yeah, in yeah it's that a classic. The, the play, I know everybody's going to talk about the bank shot to win the game, and rightly so. 
But there was a play a few minutes earlier from uh, with Suggs where he made a defensive block on Riley. Now, he may oh, have fouled him. He, he might have caught part of his arm. I don't know if he did. It wasn't called. He right. makes the block, gets the ball, pushes it up the court, and puts a bounce pass. It's a Hall of Fame bounce pass right in the hands of Timmy for a dunk. What yeah. a sequence that was. They're so smart, crazy. man. Yeah. Like, they, they just – and Suggs has this amazing presence mm-hmm. where – he has great vision to push it. They, you know, they can run the two guards as well. Where it, it Timmy Kispert, although I have a beef with him, these guys are just in, in so many different areas, right? Where they can take advantage of it, even right down to uh, what's for, forget Ayai Ayai. Thank yeah. you. I keep thinking Jay Ajayi <laughs> Ayai, who came out and was cooking right away because there's just no way to really stop everybody on the floor, like all five starters, there's really no way to take one guy out. And even UCLA was kind of living a little dangerously, but look, here's what I would say about the game itself is UCLA. I didn't understand this. UCLA was unnecessarily taking 15 seconds off the clock to do what they could have done with 18 or 20 seconds on the clock. They didn't run any plays. They stopped running plays four minutes into the game, and they just handed it over to their three guys that Harry mentioned because they had these great one-on-one matchups, and they were just running ISO. So why take? Why do I have to sit through the first half where they're running so much time off the clock when they're just going to do what they should have done with 18 or 19 left? He always has a beef with a basketball game. <laughs> that was a work of art on a hardwood court, and you've got a beef. Now, what's the beef with Kispert? How did he ruin your bet? Are you kidding me? All right, first off, look, I'm 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 kidding more so than not about the UCLA thing. I'll give you all this, and I think people should start to look at how much weight we put on the tournament. And I know that there's always a regular season and postseason stuff in professional sports as well, but the NCAA coach of the year is Mick Cronin. I don't care what yeah. Juan Howard or anybody else who had Clay, Drew and Baylor, few if he wins it. I'll give you as as difficult as they've been to watch at times, the run that they are on. This is not luck. This is not Cinderella, although they haven't beat a single-digit seed. The, the beef I had with Kispert is simple. He had the over. There's just no way. He, somebody in-game, here's why. There's 18 seconds left on the clock. The game is tied, and he launched an NBA three. No reason for that. Zero reason for that. That's my problem. So that cooked four under tickets. Oh, and I had to make it all back in the money line in the overtime. <laughs> oh, my God. You, sir, are a degenerate. <laughs> Did you see that shot? Yes, I saw it. Okay. Well, forget gambling. Forget betting. Who takes that shot? <laughs> hey, he's got in the gym range, man. He just fires when, when ready. He what can I say? He wasn't hitting a lot nah. before that. I'll tell you, though, that, that Timmy kid, he's got great feet. Oh, oh man, I love man. him, man. You know what I mean? I love him. I love him. I love him. I'm talking about old school yeah. game. You know, I mean, he's un he he's he, he's doing it the way you're supposed to do it, man. He's he's taking it up, he drop steps, turn around, he's got a little Euro Kevin step. McHale game yeah, in it. Yeah, exactly. Man. And then reverses it on <laughs> yeah. the other side. Come on, man. Yeah, he's got that game, man. That game is it's hard to stop those type of players, man. I know it really is. I know. Yeah, and unless you can jump out of the gym like 90% of the guys in the NBA. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know what kind of an NBA player he's going to be. Right. But I, I love him. I, in the college game, I love him. And he's, he, he's got the yeah. Fu Manchu, and he's always right. he's always doing that move after he makes a pass. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, let's listen. We've got a bunch of these calls. That was the UCLA radio call. Do you want what what do we have here? We have CBS, ESPN, Russia, Westwood One, Westwood One Spanish. That's all in this kind it's of all in one cut. Collage, right. Yeah. So this is the all right. This is Gonzaga. You heard UCLA. This is Gonzaga. This is Tom Hudson. And remember, speaking of stash, remember the original stash? Morrison? Yes. On the call here. You ready for this one? to the right side of the floor, defended by Kispert now, drives, leans in, the runner comes up short, choosing the rebounds and puts it in, we're tied at 90 three seconds left, here's Suggs the other way, pull up, three for the win yes! Yes! Sanders of the championship game he knows from 40 at the buzzer yes! the Bulldogs wow play for a national championship that's amazing. Wow. That's Adam Morrison on that call? Yes! That was <laughs> Adam Morrison going, yeah, meeting out, right? Yes! <laughs> that was great. That was amazing. Uh, did you see all did you see all the memes and stuff on social media where everybody that had UCLA and towards the end of the game, you know, they're jumping, yeah, woo-woo. And all of a sudden, you know, they turn back around two seconds later. <laughs> you see them just fall down to disgust. It's been like I see yeah. like five or di- five or six different memes of doing that. Yep. That's amazing. We got to pull some of those up, Barrett. That's a great right. call. All right. <laughs> let's listen to a couple of more here. This is in order. CBS. We'll, we'll get through a couple. I'm not going to run the whole clip in order, but we can listen and react as they come. CBS would be the first one. ESPN, it looks like, right? Russia. Although I do, do see a couple of Serb and Turkey calls in here as well. So... We got to get the Spanish one at the end, though. That's it's Westwood it's, one Spanish. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, we know who. I don't know who it is. Okay, we'll save that. We'll save that. And maybe come out of the next break with it. But everything sounds better in Spanish. True, it just does. This is Nance. Gonzaga has time to do something. Sucks for the win. Oh yes! Oh yes! Unbelievable! Unbelievable! The perfect season remains on go. Are you? Oh my God! There is. There are onions, Jim, and there. All right, enough with the onions, guy. That's great. What are you talking about? Will you have a beef with that guy? This guy. uh, Can you just evolve the bit? No. You've been doing the same bit for fifty years. Elevate it. Evolve. Come on. No evolving of onions. All right, that's that's this is ESPN. lingerie on the deck. How are you going to evolve that? Uh, here we the go. Kiss. How do you, how do you evolve yeah, the kiss? All right, well then I don't want to hear anybody the ripping dicky. All right, nobody should be dicky ripping dicky. All right, I'm not. You're you are. Else? ESPN renewed his contract. Who? Dick Vitale this Good. week. I'm sure you have a problem with Good. that. Too. No, no, that's what I'm saying is I'm pro Vitale. If, if everybody's going to ride this onion strain for another 35 years, then they better lay off Vitale. That's all. I'm, outside of the Geico commercial. That's atrocious. Yeah, that's atrocious. All right, that's rippable. All right, this is ESPN. Eight seconds to go. Juzang, floater, short. He got his own rebound and scored with 3.3. Gonzaga for the win. So- 
Not bad. Not bad. Russia, you want to Russia? Стоило это сделать. С остановки флоутер не дает. Флоутер. I guess floater doesn't translate to Russian. Стоило это сделать. С остановки флоутер не дает. There's nothing like sports, man. Nothing like sports to get you going in so many different directions. That was a go ahead, Matt. That was a that was a five second spend of just getting you all tore up in emotions man right whether you're a degenerate gambler or you're just a guy that loves you know one or two of those teams or you just love sports and you know in, in the purest essence of itself i mean the shifting of your emotions was crazy at the just the entire fourth quarter was like that it wasn't just the last five seconds it was right. the entire fourth quarter no now, was that russian that was russian yeah and, and, and you're right i mean just down juicing is such a and this is another thing too. Like UCLA gets Houston is rippable. Like they deserve to be crushed. But UCLA does get a bad rap because they they have guys who can take basically anybody in the game off the dribble two maybe three times over if you add Campbell in there. But Juicing is just he is amazing to watch. Yeah, he this kid he's so fluid and he's he's just there. Like he's in yeah. great spots. Awesome well, talent. I, I have one beef though for for the probably. More than the entirety of the game, just a little under the entirety of the game. It seemed like those officials were loving UCLA, yeah, man. Yes, they were. I mean, every time I, I turned I around, bring that up because I'll get accused of gambling this well, and Bob's doing it for you. Well, they, it was yeah, ridiculous. You could say that, but they didn't call the foul on Suggs there on that block. Well, they did, that yeah. I was yeah, yeah right. he, he could have called. It was the two foul defensive there. plays. Yeah. yeah, it was two different defensive plays. To kind of say like the the, the charge at the yeah. end, Tim with the charge. Right. I mean, come on, man. At, at, at that point, I was scared to death, man. You know, I mean, I, I have no skin involved with either one of those guys, but I was like, man, come on. Now, I, that was a great play. And I really thought they were going to call, uh, you know, blocking on it, but they it called was a charge. charge. So I was like, yeah. It well, was they a straight Riley. charge. Yeah. Riley should have got called for a block when Suggs almost got knocked out of the game. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> right. They weren't calling it for, for majority of the game. You have to, you have to admit. I mean, well, they, those, they kept those flags in for 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 um for Gonzaga, was, and they were throwing them for um they were throwing them. I mean, it, it was yellow cloths everywhere. Flags. But then at the end of the game, they opened yeah, up. Let, I mean, just I mean, <laughs> flags or whistles. I want flags, man. Okay. I'm a football guy, man. You know, and that's and that's that's what you get from me. I'm going to equate it to what I know. Right. Period. Right. Point. Like, if we're going to start talking golf, I'm gonna be talking about how you know. That he flows through just like a kicker. He flows through just like the kicker, man. I mean, that's that's just what that I do. I equate it to football. Time? You're gonna have What's somebody that? on the stream who's a physicist. Yeah. Say, well, you know, Barrett, that's not really the same mechanic because you're <laughs> swinging left to right on the. Uh, don't you well, be, be comparing like Justin Thomas to Martin Gramatica? Okay. I'm well, out. Right, on that. right, 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 right. Who's the Hall of Famer? No, don't, don't we have one Hall of Famer now? John Stenerud is he? No, in the Hall I think of there's Fame? another one too. Then Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. Anderson. That was my boy. I, you know, I played with Gary my rookie year. Did yeah. you? And I can remember, dog. He uh, <laughs> he was always on me. I'm like, you know, what's going on, man? Hey, you saving your money, Barrett? He, you know, he talk. He's he's um he's African. He was, he's South African, right? Yeah, hey, he you is. saving that money, Barrett. 
Put that money away, Barrett. <laughs> Every day you tell me that. So hey, look, you got to save gonna, that money, Barrett. You're going to compare Louis Ustazen's swing to Anderson because they're both <laughs> South African? Yeah, there we go. There we go. I'll, I'll, I'll get it back. I'll swing it back all the time. You got to put it back. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Speaking of which, we'll bring it right back here in three. We'll break, wrap the first half coming up. Michael Calabrese Action Network at 1140 on the game tonight. Some other things happening in college basketball and second hour. Well, we'll see. It's the middle Philly voice.com slash the middle and sports by radio. All right. One second second here. It's great. The, the, the middle. The middle. Yo, bro, I know we're going to get on that, but I, I, I got to say happy birthdays to the, to the kids in the stream. You know what I'm saying? We, we looking. We checking it out. Happy birthday to your, your kids, man. You know what I'm to saying? To who? The kids, man. I'm watching the stream, man. What stream? It's double birthdays. You got to keep your eyes yeah, off that stream. Yeah, man. seriously. <laughs> no, you have a conversation with the stream, and nobody has any idea what you're talking you gotta about. You got to give us That's a heads up. Get you hip to it. Because they get you hip to it. No, because no, no, no. We, we have I'm, no I'm idea what you're bro. talking about. So now we're in the middle of something, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Happy right. birthday. Happy birthday yeah. to who? I have no idea what was, I, what's going on right now. I, I can just imagine people listening on Sports Map Radio just like, what did he just say? Who's Play talking Action to? Real. Play Action Real. His son, Nick. Happy birthday, bro. And All then, right. Now, now everybody's got a birthday. Joey B's daughter, okay. 16 today. Yeah. I mean, calling BS today. Seriously. This is like A.C. Green selling that he right. was a virgin back with Showtime. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Adam's exploits here. He says, after this, I hope you guys talk about the Sixers. Not a fan of the genius, but I love his nickname for Ben Simmons. Benjamin, because Benjamin has no J. <laughs> so is that Eskin he's talking about? Is that his, is that what Eskin calls him? Yeah. Yeah. Benjamin. That's a ripoff on the uh, Tim Legler joke on Dirk Davitsky. Oh. How they used to call him Irk. Oh, because there's no defense, no D. Yeah. 
Now, is Gary Anderson or Morton Anderson the one with the little pot belly? Hold Here's on. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. To go. Six seconds. Juzang in the paint. Fade away. No. Got his own rebound. Slithers to the rim and lays it in. Three seconds to go. We're tied at 90. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. Banks at home. Banks at home. Jalen Suggs. A deep banked three to stand Gonzaga one step closer to history. That is awesome. <laughs> Jalen Sons con el triple en la chicharra le dice buenas noches a UCLA y por segunda ocasión en la historia de Gonzalo. Oh man, second time in history. How, Unbelievable. How great is that? That was a thing of beauty. That was almost as pretty as the game itself, that call. Wow. <laughs> right, right. Fantastic. That special. That was beautiful. Amazing almost, this game. And it was and, almost like soccer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right? Now that erased the, the memory of Baylor and Houston. And this is why I think people are going to fall into the trap. We'll chat with Michael Calabrese. He's going to come up from the Action Network in nine minutes, guys. But I, I think people are falling into And he's known me long enough to turn around and be like, no, you're, you're like you guys. You're an idiot. You're wrong. But I think people are falling into the trap already that this is going to be a tight game that the Zags are gassed after that one and Baylor is just cool calm and collected after that easy victory not so fast I hope wow. it is a tight game me too me too you know I'm not betting on the game no really I, really I, I don't need it. to bet on it Four I just like half. the way their guards play I just like the way Baylor's guards play those three yeah. man they, they they just play they they play fundamental basketball you know they try to take you off the dribble and that's it I like that I mean I like the way they play I like Teague Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're fun to watch. Well, they're going to have to make a lot of baskets. Right? Well, what's yeah. the total? The actual total right now? Yeah. See, I, I think uh, as I bring it up, I saw we had Mobbin to Mars, who was a newer account that I thought uh, popped up and hit us right away. Yeah. So four and a half plus 165, the money line. And as far as the total is concerned, it's at 159 and a half. But here's what I would do. I just mm. continue. Look, continue. Now, it's a little tight. So maybe people want to go uh, on the opposite because normally what you would do is you would pound the first half over and then wait like just what would have happened on Saturday if it wasn't for Kispert launching an unnecessary three. Then the in-game unders would have hit four or five times over, especially at the half. So right now, I mean, here's the thing. If you think, and it sounds like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Barrett, but it sounds like you think not only can Baylor hang, but Baylor can beat Gonzaga. Yes. I don't think it's out of the the question. Baylor is plus four and a half first half point spread. Mm. You think this game's going to be tight? You think this game's going to be close enough to where Baylor might even have the lead? I'm thinking that uh, they kind of use what what UCLA did and, and, and have their three guards. Go out there and play. I mean, you talking about Teague one on one, Butler. I mean, Mitchell. These, these guys can go up there and play man to man. I mean, and take them off the dribble. They could defend. They can they can run with them all day. 
and I think that's where they're going to win. They're going to run with this team, and they're going and they're going to they're going to outgun them. I, they, right. that, to me, that's what they're going to do. They're going to run run and shoot. You know, it's, it's, just, it's almost like the run and shoot. They're just going to keep applying pressure to them, keep going, keep going. And they're one of the few teams that can match them bucket for bucket with their guards, thought, wave after wave. I wish we could talk about Simmons that way. <laughs> I'm still over it, man. I'm that that game last night is going to stick with me. That's one of those. That's one of those. Like I feel like after the Flyers lose, like why did oh. I invest my time oh. into this garbage? That piece of flaming trash, like stockpiled, burning, flaming trash. Right? I mean, that's what that game was last night. Guys just didn't even want to show up. Well, how how long do you stick with this? I mean, are you watching this every minute from start to finish when they the performance is that bad? No, no. Uh, third quarter is when I I don't. Third quarter, I was I was in a lot on the second first half, mm-hmm. and then when they come out gassed in the third quarter, like they don't even want to be there, and this is going through the motions. I'm like, all right. I looked at the in game line; it was like twelve and a half, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't even trust that. To be honest with you. So I I checked out at that point. I still had it on the game cast and was keeping up with it as far as what was happening. But my two eyes were on other things. I found a new Netflix show. So I was kind of dabbling around in some other baseball here or there. But no, I did not sit through the, the game in its entirety, especially when it was over. It was it was almost the it was almost so bad that they started talking and really trying to bring up like Paul Reed. You know, he just got to the team. They were trying to, you know. Yeah. create some analysis on that. Too. No, right, just, right. You know, right. they just got their ass kicked, pure point blank, you know, and they, they tried to dress it up a little bit. There's no way you can dress that up. Well, I mean, and the coach, you know, with, with the media said that they were tired after the game. Now, do you right. buy that or is he just sort of trying to deflect, uh, you know, and inside the locker room, you know, he's he's uh, giving him a, a lashing. Excuses are tools think- of incompetent. They build yeah. mountains of nothingness. They build bridges to nowhere. Those who use them sell them a mountain. Yeah, right. All right, let's listen real quick because I, I think on the heels of what Barrett said, there might be some truth to what Doc is saying. I mean, listen, we, we're human, and um, we've played a lot of games in this stretch. Um, you're on the road for as long as we were, and you come back on a back-to-back with the 8 o'clock game on one night and, and earlier on the next, a 7 o'clock game, um, we didn't stand much of a chance. We played a team that had the night off uh, the night before uh, with great energy. They played hard, so give them credit. You could tell that they knew that, too. Um, not a lot we can do about it. So, wow. basically, they expended so much energy on the road trip without Joel Embiid right. that they just ran out of gas. They had a yes. lift. Well, yeah, and they, they they beat the Timberwolves, the lowly Timberwolves. Only because Embiid was back. Right, he was because rest- he was back, and they beat right. him by, what, nine or ten points, and they can't play a back-to-back now. Well, uh, at the end of the day, you know, um, you get paid millions of dollars to play ball. Yeah. I mean, they're playing a game. There's no right. excuses for that. You right, can't. back in three. Sorry about it. It's the middle. Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley. 
who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The, the middle. <laughs> we need a little maze. Wait, wait, yeah. what was the commercial? Yeah, Harry goes, I don't need a little anything. You'd have little Harry or little maze. Little maze. And, and you pull a <laughs> string and it yeah. says, I am out. Or sort of like four or five different maze sayings. Now that's an idea. Did you see a Shander doll? It oh, never yeah. stops talking. No. Oh, you don't even God. need to pull the string. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Yo, what's up? How's it going? There he is. Hey, Good. Mike. Good. What's up, right. Mike? You remember Michael, right, Mike? Absolutely. What's Blue the deal, bro? Time's over, so congratulations again. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, okay. We're sharp with little little children chasing me around the house, so staying on my, staying on my toes. <laughs> I'm trying to get as much insight as far as – now he's, you know, second time over, so – you're a it's veteran. Like Barrett can tell you. He's... It's, it's nothing like it, man. Nothing like it. Absolutely. Oh, man. All right, here we go. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. And we are pleased to be joined live on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middles. You hear across the nation on Sports Map Radio and between and beyond 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City. However you consume this show, the Jacob Media YouTube page as well. To join us now, Michael Calabrese at East Breeze on Twitter, the Action Network at SDS, which is Saturday down south. And he's got an amazing revamped college football tournament that we're going to end on because this thing is right up all of our alleys and is going to spur a lot of conversation in the second hour. So we purposely wanted to end with that. But let me bring everybody back to, I don't know what the first week of the season, maybe even before that, where I get a text from Calabrese. I don't even know what time of night it was saying, yo, you might as well check out this Fox bet, bet boost. Because Gonzaga is sitting right now at plus 1,200. You might want to jump on. Yeah. So beyond Abilene Christian and all this other money that Mike has made me, I am in debt now once again for this Gonzaga's Futures ticket. Welcome, brother. 
Appreciate you having me. We need one more win. I'm not uh, counting those chickens just yet. Uh, obviously, this is the title game that everybody wanted, the one versus two in Ken Palm for basically the entire season. I would have preferred, you know, uh, basically a road bump here for Gonzaga, but this is going to be a real test. And unfortunately, it makes it a little bit more difficult to hedge than I wanted to, but I'll get into my favorite play of the night. <laughs> yeah, favorite play. It's kind of a shame that we didn't get to see these two play uh, earlier in the season yeah, right, when they were scheduled. Right. Uh, because I was really looking forward to that game. Obviously, you know, COVID threw a, a wrench into that. But do you think this is going this you think this is a pretty good number tonight? Four and a half, five? I think four and a half five is is the right number. Probably it got influenced by a half point or a point based off of the national semifinals. Um, which I, I think is a little bit ridiculous. There's an analytics uh, company called Quality Shot that rates every single shot uh, a basketball team takes. They work with eight NBA teams and about 40 Division I uh, college basketball programs. And what they do is they spit out, you know, in a simulation of 10,000 games, what would be the expected value of those shots. And when you looked at the UCLA game, there were so many contested jumpers that they made. And it was a little bit atypical from the way that modern college basketball is played. Usually you want to get to the rim or you want to shoot the three-point shot because that generally takes up your expected points uh, per possession. And Gonzaga is one of those teams that likes to get to the tin or shoot from three-point range. But UCLA, I mean, to put it in perspective for our mainline listeners, it was 1985 Villanova, Georgetown. Like they made every single contested jumper and that kept them in the game. And what quality shot did was they spit out at the end of it. What was the expected output of those shots? And in a regular game, Gonzaga should have won by 21 points. And wow. overall they should have won 98% of the time. They were lucky, took a half court shot, you know, bank in by, by Jalen Suggs to win that game. So I think what happened is that people were overreacting a little bit to that game. And for that reason, there's maybe a, a point, point and a half baked in in favor of Gonzaga. They should be probably closer to a six-point favorite in this game. Nice. Well, earlier when they, when they were supposed to play in, during the season, at that point, Baylor was the number one team in the country at the time. Now, you think if they would have played then, you know, what would you think the outcome of the score would have been then and then bring it into this game? I think based on the way that the teams were playing at the time, Gonzaga still would have actually been a, a favorite on a neutral floor, but probably closer to two or three, certainly a single possession. And what I actually love is that there was a stretch for Baylor after they came off of a COVID layoff that they were a little bit lost offensively. They nearly lost to a historically bad Iowa State team. And my fear was that something would gum up the works during the tournament teams would miss games and potentially you wouldn't get the best version of teams playing in the final four. Luckily, Baylor got it back going again, and they've really done it with defense. If you look at this tournament, they've yep. shut down teams on the defensive end. They've held nine of the last 10 opponents to 73 points or fewer. And that's really the way that they want to win this basketball game. They don't want to get into a track meet with Gonzaga because they're so efficient. More possessions just lead to more points. So I think really the, the value here is going to be under the 160. Because if Baylor wants to win this game, they have to play a little bit slower and a little bit more methodical on the offensive end and allow their, quote-unquote, no-middle defense to do the work. Um, and also Gonzaga, you know, for as historically good as they have been, number one ranked offense in the nation, the number one offense going back all the way to 2015 in terms of the analytics, they've been more or less a coin flip on totals this year. 16 out of 31 games have gone over. So I think there's an overreaction by the public. Over 65% of the handle on this game is betting over. And I think really this is an opportunity to fade the public. So you mentioned that, and let's go to what's been a, a fun trend to bet on. But now the public, especially in a game like this, where it's like just under the Super Bowl with so many people who are placing bets for maybe the first or second time all season. But man, 
the public finally caught on. I think the books did too, that the regular public caught on to the first half totals with Gonzaga because I jumped in under this time at 74 and a half, Mike. I saw that jump now to 75 and a half. So I imagine that the championship game is going to provide us a reverse opportunity to where we normally jump over a 67, 68 total to then jump under an in-game at the half. Is it going to be reversed in this case? I, I think it's going to be interesting because, as you mentioned off the top, there's so much more volume on this game, which means there's going to be a decent amount of what I would refer to as bad data. There's just going to be gamblers shooting from the hip that are not working with analytics. They're just looking to have kind of that uh, hairpin trigger reaction to everything that's happening in the game. But I'll that's say this. You know, I know you were going to say it. That's not me. All right. Calabrese can at least stand by. That's not me, Brooks. You know it is, bro. You know it is. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out another stat here for you because I think what's really difficult for the average gambler to deal with is that you look at the stats for over the course of an entire season for a college basketball program, but about a third of those games, they're playing teams that aren't any good. So they are certainly inflating in certain you know spots. So I like to look at the splits. And in this case, Baylor has played five teams that were ranked in the top 50 in terms of offensive efficiency on the season. The total point average in those games was 145 and a half. So considerably below the 160. And I think it does go to speak to Scott Drew's desire to kind of control the pace a little bit. And one other piece, as someone who's probably watched more Gonzaga games than, than anyone this season, yes, they're incredibly explosive. They can play at a top 20 pace. They can score in the 90s if they want to. But one thing that they do once they get a comfortable lead, particularly in the second half, is they can push the tempo for the first, you know, half of the floor, you know, that that 45 feet to break the press. But then they do this thing where they'll kick the ball ahead and then they slowly work it back out to the point. Mm-hmm. And it, it drops the the shot clock down close to, you know, single digits every single time. So it may not seem like they're playing slow, kind of like a snail pace, uh, you know, a Virginia walking the ball up, but they do it in their own way. And I think what it also allows them to do is it prevents defenses from getting into trapping situations and putting them in a bad position. So really, I think both teams kind of secretly, because on on the face value, it looks like they're incredible offensive teams and this is going to be a shootout. I think they both kind of want to slow down the pace a little bit for different reasons. Baylor really likes their half-court defense, and Gonzaga feels very confident and efficient in the half court, particularly when they get the ball to Timmy, um, which they do more than almost any you know college basketball team I've seen, where they make it a point of emphasis. No matter how many times you deny that that entry pass, they're going to go back to him because he he butters their bread offensively. Is there a good player prop uh, for tonight that uh, I should get involved with? So Jared Butler is one of those players. Uh, he's six foot three. He plays on the wing for Baylor, and Baylor generally, you know, their their offense runs through their three guards. So it's it's Mitchell, it's Butler, and it's Maceo Teague, and they run six two, six three, six four. And what I found to be interesting is that people were kind of giving Gonzaga a hard time because you know they played in the WCC and they got exposed by UCLA. UCLA had two unicorns. Jaime Hawkes Jr. at six foot seven and yep. Johnny Juzang, the same, basically the same size. They could beat you on the low post. They could step out to three point range. They had handles. And if you saw what Mick Cronin did, he put his other three starters on the other side of the court and wanted to play ISO ball with those two guys. And it, it kind of really limited what Gonzaga could do defensively. 
But because Baylor's go-to offensive players are a little bit smaller, you look at a Jalen Suggs who's 6'3 with a 6'9 wingspan, I think that brings him back in the fold to make some solid defensive plays. So if I was going to choose, I would go Butler under his points because Macy Oteague, even if you have a good game against him defensively, he's probably going to shoot seven threes. If he makes you know three of those, you're in a bad spot uh, with the under. But I think Butler's going to want to go to the, the 10 a little bit more often in this game. So I, I like the value of taking him under. I, is, I, well, I'm sorry, Barrett. Go ahead. No, you, I, mean, I, I was just going to say, you know, I'm, I, I see things a little differently because I, I mean, I hear you guys talking about all these, you know, numbers and all this, you know, what I'm saying. But I, I think, you know, as far as what these guys do, um, you know, offensively, I mean, I like what you said as far as them slow it down, they slow it down differently. They press the ball down the court, then they sit it, you know, put it down in there, and when they get into half court, they go down low, then they kick it back outside, either shoot the three or drive it to the cup. But I think these guards are just good enough. Um, you know, with with their, I mean, because I mean, look at the last game, the last two games they've played. They they were able to take it to the cup one on one a lot of time versus bigger type of guards, bigger type of threes, and I think that's where they're going to get you know the most of um, of their success from that. And I think athletically, they're a more athletic team than than Gonzaga is. So when I look at it, I see the athleticism of Baylor being the major focal point, which is going to allow them to have more in transition than they, you know, than any other team that Gonzaga has played against. And I think you bring up a good point because when they can get to the rim consistently, what it does is it opens up their kickout game. And they're one yeah. of the best three-point shooting teams of the last five years in college basketball. And that's why even though I'm going to be playing the under 160 or 159, depending on you know which book you're you're shopping around at, if it's it's a slow start, I'm going to hedge by taking over because Baylor's a microwave team. They can heat up in you know two or three possessions mm-hmm. just by getting some threes. And you saw that earlier in this tournament. You know they played against Villanova. They played a very slow first half. Yes, get half, and that just opened up a great opportunity to slam them on the live money line. So I'm probably going to do something similar um, in this spot. Not necessarily taking them to win outright if they get down, but if this live line gets closer to ten. Uh, I, I just don't see Gonzaga necessarily being able to close out a team that's so dynamic offensively and is never really out of it. So that's how I, I visualize it because I, I agree. Athletically, they're multiple cuts above Gonzaga, but because they don't have those six, seven, six, eight, six, nine guys to take advantage of Gonzaga's athletic limitations down on the low post, I don't think we're going to have quite as high scoring game as we saw against UCLA. At East Breeze on Twitter, Action Network, SDS, one of our own here. Mention our, our mainline squad, Villanova. I'm curious, before we talk about this awesome college football, revamped college football tournament that you're doing, is there anything else that we might have left out for tonight? Generally, just you know, philosophically, I think these teams are about as close as they can be, although you know, four, four and a half, I, I think directionally is the right number. This more so is I want to take advantage, as I mentioned, with just a tidal wave of square money coming in. I think you're going to see the live lines overreact a little bit. So if I can get, you know, if Baylor starts out hot and Gonzaga gets close to a pick I'm going to go ahead and take Gonzaga. If it goes the other way and we get close to 10 points, I'm going to go ahead and take Baylor. Because I think in the end, this is a one, two possession game. Just because of the quality of play, the fact that they've been tested all season, and Gonzaga has proven, even though they had an off game defensively, their offense is so good that they're never out of a, out of a game. So for those reasons, I think you're going to see an overreaction just naturally the way that it works in games like this. But I would be really shocked if either team wins going away in this one. All right. We'll quickly wrap the hour coming up next. More with Michael right here, including this awesome 
college football tournament wrap next. All right, so you have to tell the stream and, and everybody else, and we'll be back on, on the other network as well. But the larger audience right here that's that's watching, you just you have to set the stage for people who have no idea what this is. So uh, essentially in 2013, the NCAA football video games went away because of the Ed O'Bannon uh, lawsuit. And what that did was it froze the game in time. And as someone who's always been a tinkerer with, you know, historical stats and college football is probably my first passion. I thought to myself, you know, how much time would it take to edit every single individual school and put in their best team? So for Michigan, it's 97 with Charles Woodson and Brian Greasy. For Texas, it's 05 with Vince Young, going all the way through, trying to make as, as many classic teams as I could. And it would take four to five hours per team because I needed to find the historical stats, the rosters, you know, watch some game film to, to figure out exactly how they played. And I did this over the course of you know six years. And wow. I put together. <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of just like a passion project. If there was a rainy day, this is before I had kids when I had <laughs> yeah. um, so just as kind of a filler, I would go through and I, I would just do it for myself. I wanted to see oh one Miami play, you know, 1988 Notre Dame. And by the end of it, I had 68 teams. And I slotted it for a tournament and then I simulated the games. And what I did was I, I would take snippets of the stats, the box scores, the play-by-play, -play, some video highlights. And I started to put it on Twitter and it was basically crickets because it was over the summer in 2019 and there just wasn't a whole lot of energy around it. And then last spring when COVID hit and there were no sports, I ran it back and all of a sudden it just exploded. There was, you know, millions of impressions, people getting interested, former players, Matt Liner was like chirping in about how his team would win the championship. And I ran through the entire simulation and the 01 Hurricanes beat 95 Nebraska. There's been enough feedback and energy around it that I'm going to redo it because this 2020 Alabama team is the best yeah. Alabama team statistically. So I was like, all right, we need to run the tournament back. Maybe, maybe things would be different. Um, so I'm going to go through it again in May for Saturday down South run through, you know, all 67 games and then, you know, put out these recap cards and video highlights. And then I do a live stream of the championship, um, which actually got for someone with, you know, only 3000 Twitter followers, we got like 15,000, live viewers uh on wow so wow it's it's exciting because i think it scratches the right nostalgic itch for most people and almost every single school you know not everyone's a, a power team like a texas or an alabama it goes all the way down to east carolina with jeff blake in the early 90s mm -hmm. and yeah there's some some teams like hawaii with colt brennan where they're just happy to be there they're happy to see their name trending for a little bit and it's just fun from a, you know, a prognostication standpoint because I set point spreads. I do all these, you know, kind of side things with it to it's make it crazy. Jeff Blake had an unbelievable peach ball against NC State. Look at that! That, that, fun, that, that, that old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Isn't that amazing, though? Just to do that. Kansas right? State. I mean, just to, yeah. Copper Bowl. Barrett ninety three. Well, that's what I was asking. Like, what what it would be, right? For K State, it was ninety eight K State with Michael Bishop, the one that's unfortunately lost in the Big Twelve title game to A and M in overtime. That was um, not Barrett like, Brooks, though. No. Yeah, no, Barrett Brooks did not make Michael Calabrese all yeah. scrolls state team. Yeah, that's he, rolls on that. He team. was already cashing bigger checks with the right. Eagles by then. <laughs> yeah, for a year until that was you know until, you know that was actually they held uh, them. That was a good squad they had back then, you know. I mean, they had Sproles out there also. Yeah, Terrence Newman was a, yep. a freshman. Oh, on the cornerback, yeah. yeah. Allen, Allen, um, 
was it a David Allen? Was the David Allen, guy? Was, uh, yeah, he was a uh, first-team All-American kick returner. So, yeah, yeah. They, they had a lot of special elements, and obviously Snyder is the head coach. So Mark Simino. Yeah, Simino, that's oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Darren Howard. Darren Howard. Defensive end, yeah. They, well, when, they had a, when is this now start? Ben when Lieber. are beginning this? It's going to be uh, the first week in May. Okay. Uh, you know, probably tease it out over the course of the, the month. With it being on Saturday down south, of course, I'm going to take a lot of heat from SEC fans because well, that's where I was going to go. Yeah, yeah, eventually there's going to be some SEC teams that lose, um, and I also know for a fact that I'm going to get some hate mail because I I've selected the '96 Florida Gators and not the Tim Tebow 2008 Florida Gators, so that's already something that's mm. you know more in my why why I'm curious. Uh, in terms of their overall stats, Bill Conley from uh, ESPN, he does his SP plus ratings on every single team. And he actually rated them as the number one offense and the number seven defense. Uh, was back that Werfel? Field. That was Danny Werfel, yeah. Taylor in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And they yep. had that trio yep. of wide receivers. Hell of a team. Here, yeah. Was Green and Rydell Anthony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just running through the, the roster, I'm, I'm happy to argue with anyone on Twitter. I'm like, you know. Uh, Javon Curse, the freak, could barely even get on the field. He was like a situational pass rusher right. on the 96 Gators. So they were absolutely loaded. And when you stack it up, you got a Heisman winner, you have a Hall of Fame coach. Same with 96 and 2008, Urban Meyer versus Steve Spurrier. So yeah. you really can't go wrong with, with those selections. Well, I mean, you look at that. You know, you got, um, you know, look at the Miami teams. You know, you had Ray Lewis back then. You're going against Tommy Frazier in that offense. I mean, that's, man, that, you what know, that's big Miami- time, man, that you came up with that. Right. So I'm what sorry. Miami, what was the last question? What my well to Barrett's point? What Miami team did you use? Use 2001. So that's that uh, Coker. Yeah, that's oh. Coker, that's Coker. So not the best coach. Yeah. You get that stack backfield with Portis, McGahee, Frank Gore, yeah. Jeremy Shock, Colin Winslow, Andre yeah. Johnson. The offensive line was absolutely stacked. Uh, Brian McKinley. Yeah. Offensive tackle. They had a yeah. squad squad. Joseph was a defensive uh defensive nose guard. I was they, at the Penn State where game where they just ran all over Penn State. <laughs> yeah. They that, ran to the one side of the line the whole situation. night. Yeah. Couldn't and stop them. I think that the difference for that 01 Miami team and why they match up so well in the simulation is that they went about seven deep in the defensive backfield. So if you want to spread them out, you're getting Sean Taylor as a freshman at Nickel. Mike, control wow. Wow. One sec. And Reed, right. We'll be back in 30. Hold on one sec. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled unparalleled experience for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, so you are free to leave, sir, whenever you want, but we'll continue to talk to you about this tournament as long as you have. Just This is kind of this show, you know, the, the iHeart show where you normally join me. It's very regimented. We have breaks and all. We have breaks here, but it's pretty much we don't tell people when to leave because we're live on the stream the entire time. So feel free. You can <laughs> hang. as This is a great combo because the next team I wanted to hear about specifically was – one of our, I don't know, did Temple make it? Probably not, right? <laughs> Temple did not make it. I can tell you, you know, the, the 16 seeds uh, are pretty obscure. So you have 2020 Coastal Carolina, which was a great story, you know, right. with the mullets and the teal field. Uh, 2012 Northern Illinois with uh, Jordan Lynch, who ended up playing FSU in the Orange Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah. Going over to the East Region, 95 Nebraska, which was that dream team that actually passed. Razor, right? Yeah. 
um, Darnell Autry, who ended up being the uh, on the Eagles for a cup of coffee. And then finally, uh, of the 16 seats, 2015 Navy, which was Keenan Reynolds. Um, he, he set all kinds of records for rushing for a quarterback. In I college. saw the Army-Navy game that year. I love that. I love, love, love that kid. Yeah, and, and, and that's what's fun. I, I have, um, with the exception of Army, I also have Air Force in there as well, 85 Air Force team. Um, and as I, I mentioned to you guys before, the nostalgia factor and getting into the you know, I remember this or I was at that game. I think that's what generates the social media buzz around it. What's exciting for me kind of being the ringmaster is that former players and coaches and just fans come out of the woodwork and everybody has, you know, a close emotional relationship to their yeah. team. It's for the most part, we're talking 85, 90%. They didn't win the national title. You know, they were either close yeah. or they had, you know, that heartbreaking moment, but they, they, it stays, you know, close to their heart because it meant something special to them at the time. You yeah, get on Feinbaum show and promote it. Yeah. That's, that's I, I mean, yeah, unfortunately for him, the Tennessee team, I don't know how deep they're going to run. It's the 98 team with uh, T. Martin. As T. Martin. It was a national Charlie championship team. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that was, no, he was already out. Yeah, yeah this was one was uh, Jamal Lewis. Yep. Uh, Travis Henry was a starting yep. running back as well. Al Wilson was a Al, linebacker. Al Wilson yep. was a scary, scary man on their defense. Yeah. He was, yeah. The full grill with the visor before NCAA banned that. Mike. So. I love college football. That's what yeah, I mean. Me I too. dream about college football all the time, man. <laughs> and but just like you were just saying with that Miami team, I mean, I mean, come on, Sean Taylor, yeah. you know, Ed Reed. I mean, the list goes on and on with that team. I mean, at that point, they were probably making, they were probably making what, probably a hundred thousand dollars less than they were making in the NFL yeah. going to that school at the right. time. So yeah, of course it's going to be that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, Uncle Luke, I think, was uh, doing the hundred dollar. Right, <laughs> a lot of bankrolling out there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, paid off. I mean, look at the tight ends they had. They had um the the kid that went crazy. His pops was you know uh, Kellen Winslow, yeah. Kellen yeah, Winslow, and right. and Jeremy Shockey at the same time. And then uh, I don't know if the kid from um that um from New England was there also, wasn't he? Gonzalez. Uh, uh, no, Hernandez, Hernandez went to Florida. Hernandez went to Florida. I think the one you may have been thinking of, he actually graduated a, a year or two before, was Bubba Franks. He played Bubba yeah. Franks. Or, that's played with Green Bay. Bay. I played yeah. with him in Green Bay. That's what I'm saying. I played with him in yeah. Green Bay. That's right. That's right. right. Bubba <laughs> Franks. He had a squad. Uh, Davenport was a running back also, wasn't he? So what was the yeah. – Penn- Najee Davenport was Najee. Najee Davenport, yep. Real quick, what was the Penn State team you used? 94 Penn State, so that was arguably, in terms of skill position, uh, the best in the entire tournament. So you had Kerry Collins, Heisman finalist, yep. John Carter, Heisman finalist, Bobby Ingram, who was uh, the very first Blitnikoff Award winner, Kyle Brady at tight ends, and yep. then their offensive line was was excellent as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. They had some really nice pieces. They, Jeff they Harding. Style, but, you know, they had some nice balance between run and pass. Yeah. Did you uh so I'm curious because it's coming out now and there's gonna be a lot of talk and buzz about it, connections. Any uh insight slash odds on Jay Wright taking over down in North Carolina? So I, I called one offseason uh hire early, which was Chris Beard to Texas. And I'm gonna plant my flag here as well. I think North Carolina is gonna make him a godfather offer. And I think it's going to be really, really difficult for Jay Wright to say no to it. I know that he's had overtures from the NBA, from mm-hmm. major programs. Apparently, you know, it's never been uh, confirmed, but at least Kentucky has, has talked to him in the past. I think this is an opportunity for him to solidify himself on the Mount Rushmore of college basketball coaches. Not that Villanova holds him back in any way. Right. It's such a great fit. But North Carolina is just one of those special jobs. And this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And compared to, you know, the the other candidates, they're talking about Kenny Smith and, you know, 
uh, some former players who don't yeah. really have the experience. How can you turn down a two-time national you know, champion in Jay Wright, who's also done it in a very clean way? I think it matters yeah. to North Carolina maybe more than it does to a Kentucky or you know some of these other blue buds. I very much think that they want to have the right public perception, particularly coming off of their academic scandals and some things that have tarnished the reputation yeah. of the school. He comes in very clean. He runs a great program. He, he has a great look to him. And I, that, those kind of things matter. Um, so for that reason, I think at the very least, they're going to try. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. to make him the highest paid coach in college basketball. Awesome. Wow. Mike, we got a jet, brother, but thank you for everything. Again, follow Michael at East Breeze. You can follow along the college football tournament as well it's always a pleasure man take care guys thanks mike you got right, it mike. how about bubba franks not not bubba sparks this my dude bubba sparks in partnership with Jacob Media. Good work by you, bro. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry. Unbelievable. Day. I'm hyped, man. I'm still hyped. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, knew, I knew this would move the conversation into different areas, ending with Michael on his college football tour. And it's awesome to watch, too. If anybody's a fan of those games back in the day that have been discontinued. But, yeah, I knew it would get everybody talking from Harry referencing games he was at to Barrett referencing a player or two that he played against either in college or the NFL to the stream reacting. And it's an awesome idea. And I don't think I've seen anybody else do that. He Remember, he said six years in the making yeah. was wow. the first one. That's dedication right that there. That is dedication. And I tell you, the stream was all over. Uh, they all love the backdrops in these yes. uh, various <laughs> homes that we go into. Yes. You know, they were they were comparing McMullen's craft room to his work room where he had the, the little helmets, miniature helmets. Oh, and he I had to blow oh, McMullen out, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, seriously. Now, hey, did, you you know see, did you see their backgrounds today? Both Jody and, and uh, Johnny Mac were had brick walls behind them today. 
Well, that is a, I think that's a standard. That's a stock background. Let me see. I think it is like this. You mean? Yeah. Well, no, no, it was different than that. It was a different wall. It wasn't, it wasn't like they weren't doing this. No, (laughs) no, no. It it, it looked like it had more grout in between the bricks. Okay. Maybe it was a, Hmm, maybe it was a I don't know what program they're using. So that, that's a Xander Krause question. Yeah, yeah. Xander probably yeah. hooked them up with something nice. Yeah. See? <laughs> hey, but uh, you know, hey, that's why this program is next level. We've been talking about this for like a week and a half, even before uh, you know, North Carolina had a vacancy, because we were talking about one and done's kind of is gonna go in a different direction now because you know, look at the teams that are successful, don't are, are not the one and done's right now. Well, hold on so, a second. Isn't Jalen Suggs going to the NBA? Yeah, he's gotta go. Yeah, but that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. I mean, but that's we're talking about one and done right there on, on the championship. Yeah, he's the but best I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Kentucky, North Carolina, and Duke didn't even make the tournament. So that's right. what I'm saying. Those one and done teams, that's what they think of as one and done teams are not gonna be, you know, where you know these kids want to go now. Well, you know, and he's not gonna recruit COVID. Hold on, we'll, we'll talk a lot yeah. more going on here. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Get right back. What was that? Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. To make sure- hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Mm. I ain't choose the rhyme. 
Rhyming shows me. So I hit the track running like a nosebleed. Life ain't Come on, man. Now, get this out of here. Yo, I'm dropping this out of here. Love it. Love it. I just listen to this before games. It's just because it was the music. It was just because Timberland. You could could be somebody talking just in in a different language that you don't understand, and you'd be banging to it because it was that song, that beat. I never knew the lyrics. I was just listening to (laughs) it. Right. Jeez. Uh. To the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. One two is lined into center field, a base hit. Hoskins around third, heading for home. The throw to the plate is not in time. Alec Baum comes through again. It all began last year as a rookie and now carries over to his sophomore season. It's two to one, Phils. There you have it, NBC Sports, Philadelphia. That's how Ooh. it went in, too, two to one. Yeah, Alec Baum. Daenerys coming in with the save. It was tight. It was a yeah. little late. You know what the bullpen did this past uh, series in these three games? They faced 27 hitters, seven and a third innings, 11 strikeouts, Zero runs and only allowed one hit, and it was a single. What? Yes. Yeah. That's next that's level. There. That is the that's the first sweep for the Phillies while posting a sub one earned run average since April of 2011 against Ron Culver's San Diego Padres. Look at that. Look at that. Well, this team is even better than that team that they faced. Mm. This is a good Braves team. It is. It yeah. shouldn't be understated. Yeah. Now, as much as the wind helped the Phillies pitching, it also helped the Braves as well. This is a good series win right here. This is a pretty good start to the season. I don't know what it's going to yield or anything. Yeah. We've got Matt Moore tonight to watch against another team that's expected to do really well that hasn't even played a game yet, right, because of COVID? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. right. The Nationals uh, had COVID, so the Mets were uh, were idle. Right, they said, yeah. what, it's, it's like six or seven guys that still won't be able to play? For the Mets? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Even then, but. then you might see this is where I think the question is. Like Zach Eflin is a third starter. I think a lot of teams have this guy that's a third starter that on his best day can be a second starter and, and close to what you can count on, but can also have days in which he is a bottom end to the rotation. So the consistency would bring him back to where he is right now. And you saw that he had one bad pitch in his entire outing, and that happened to be a home run. But other than that, it was fine. Then it gets like, all right. Panda hit it. I'm sorry? Panda hit it. Panda, yeah. Yeah. I think it was an 0-2 pitch too, wasn't it? He kind of hung a slider right across the middle of the plate, and he buried it. Unfortunate. (laughs) Jesus. But, you know, the point of it now is, all right, let's see. Let's see what happens because if you're if you're up three one, if you're up one nothing, if you're up or if it's tied one one and the bullpen has come in like they have, that's fantastic. But you may not have that luxury with the fourth and five starters for this baseball team, where it doesn't matter if the bullpen comes in and doesn't give up a run so much as all right, don't make it any worse. You're already down nine two. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we won't have no, have any games like that. I mean, well, we should be able to score. They got a hit, you know. 
Yeah, they, they, they got they, a hit. We, and to me, it's all Hos- – to me, Hoskins really needs to get going. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be – especially when he's going to be pitching at number four. You, I mean, if, if you're that guy, you have to be that guy. And I think Hoskins does have the ability. Well, you know, he showed it when he, he came got to be up. Clean and up, then, man. And yeah. then, you know, since then, he's he's well, been awful. And that's yeah. the thing about Baum right now. Baum, right? Baum, yeah. yeah. Is that the the expectations we had with Reese Hoskins, and he came up and he had that ridiculous streak, and it was amazing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, wait a second. Where is that? We haven't seen anything near consistent right, to that right. level. So I don't know. There's a little bit of – now, to be fair to, to Baum – there is a different group of people, specifically Joe Girardi, around him. So you would hope. But look, Scott Kingery and other guys are Kingery. falling off the face of the planet. sent back down. He's sent back down. Yeah, yeah. He's not even there to, to even help right now. That's a pretty big uh, statement. That is. That is. You know, but what, I mean, what position is he going to play? Where do they want him at? Well, he should have be been the starting center fielder, but they couldn't develop him. and He couldn't play. Yeah. Doesn't hit. You got to be able to hit, man. If he hit, yeah. he'd be there. If he hit, he'd be there. All right, I see this. I'm sorry, Matt. This, I mean, this, this is what I'm talking about, man. It, this is gonna, we're gonna have to score more so than anything, man. Yeah, I, I still, I mean, even with those numbers you just quoted, Harry. Yeah, you I can't mean, be winning I, two one games oh, all right, the time. Right, right. You've <laughs> got to score, man. You got to give me five runs. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's not even that. Like the bats haven't even warmed up to no. old Charlie Manuel. You know, well, you're right, man. I mean, once it gets hot, that ball will fly. Out of that ballpark. And that's the problem is if you can't pitch and if the bullpen is struggling or if you don't know yeah. who four or five guys are, then now all of a sudden two out of five games are an automatic L. Well, there was a couple of uh, home runs that had, were not windy coming in from left field on opening day. Nola would have given up a couple of bombs. <laughs> now, to be fair, Bryce Harper would have had one too. True. Yeah, yeah. True. Uh, let's look at this. This just came across the board here. Now, these are global numbers, but I'm curious. So global meaning I can't bet it. So don't worry about it. Maybe you can, depending on your app of choice, but I'm not. I don't like these types of futures anyway. Is there anybody? If you think Gonzaga is going to win, would you put your money on anybody other than Drew Timmy to win the tournament most outstanding player? Because I think he's got the inside track, but I wonder if the recent memory bias of what Jalen Suggs just did, mm-hmm. and, you know, if the guy drops yeah. Timmy against Baylor, does he does that overshadow it could. How dominant Timmy's been? Yeah. It's not a should, it's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, Timmy has been magnificent. In fact, if you look at him, he's Mr. Gonzaga. But when you when you do that and then he turns around, if he has, you know, 18 points, 20 points in this next game. You got to put him there as the as the guy that you know for the tournament, the entire tournament, tournament MVP. Mitchell is the all right. So Timmy is one to one, Suggs is eleven to one, and then the two Baylor kids, Mitchell and Butler, mm-hmm. respectively five to one, six to one. So yep. now you have to ask yourself, all right, well, be Mitchell, you think it would be Mitchell over Butler? Yeah, yeah. But what would would could Butler have a better game than Mitchell and overtake him? That's the question. I think Mitchell's the leader, you know what I'm yeah, saying? They, they the look guy. to him to do it. Yeah. They look for him to get that well, He offense. got in foul trouble in that uh, game a couple of nights ago. Boy, the whole thing changed. Right, right. I think, was that in the regional final? It was that the was, one before Houston. Yeah, that was the regional final. Yeah. 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 Who was that? Uh, that was uh, that was, uh, that was uh, Villanova, wasn't it? No. No, Sweet no. 16 was Nova. Elite 8 was, geez, gee whiz. Uh, it was Arkansas. 
Was yeah, it Arkansas? Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas, yeah. yeah which, has anybody updated our brackets? Has anybody checked the brackets for our, no, our I haven't. here? No, go. but I, I you know, I think I long for, I, I forget about the bracket basically two days into the tournament. Fair yeah. enough. I'm yeah. just curious if anybody that demanded to play golf with the three of us or you know, I'm I'm oh, curious okay. if I have to pony up around a golf to anybody. That's yeah, hopefully not. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, it, it's so funny though. Like, like I love the tournament, and, and, and you know, every year for what it is. And I, I think a lot of people try to project everything to the NBA, and therefore they're not really getting the full enjoyment of the college game. Because right. you look at these guys now. Suggs is going to be a really good pro, right? I don't know if any of these other guys are, and I don't care. It's like Joel Berry. Remember him a couple of years ago with North Carolina when they won uh, her, Roy Williams' third national championship? He was the point guard for that team. They beat yep. Gonzaga. That was the time Gonzaga got to the championship game other than this year. You know where he's playing basketball right now? It's like in Turkey somewhere. Like he's not an <laughs> NBA player. He didn't even get drafted. Right. right. And he was such a star player in the, at the college game. And I just love to appreciate those guys for what they are and forget about well, he's not going to be any good in the NBA, so that's, I don't you know, care. Yeah. You're right. So that, that's that's what that's where you get the difference from the coach's son. You know, might yeah. you know grow up, and then all of a sudden, you know, he gets to a big time program, helps him win, but he doesn't necessarily equate to what right. the, in, the NBA is. I mean, it's just a system specific type of kid. Sure. You get that sometimes, even in the NFL, absolutely. You know, in college, you in know, college, college football. football. Yeah, yep. We had this guy named Jamie Mendez played play safety, slow as pond water, but in our system, he was great. I mean, great. He could do everything as far as being in the box. Uh, they ran the ball. Then they had Nebraska. So, you know, in Colorado, they ran the ball. So he didn't mm -hmm. have to cover anybody. You know, so he was great at, at Kansas State, All-American. But you get to the NFL, like, how did this guy right. get here? Yeah. You can't cover <laughs> a tight end. Right. Nope. 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 Yeah. It's funny how that works, though, right? Right, right. It plays out in that way. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's, how it's going to end, but to look at how this thing started and, and now where we are. And then of all things, we might have Tuesday, Wednesday, as soon as the season is over after tonight, all of the North Carolina stuff, I would imagine intensify, right? Well, yeah, big time. You, you know yeah. what? I, I can't Jay see Wright Jay Wright. Was interesting. Yeah, I, I can't see Jay Wright. How do you turn that down? He said in a God Calibri said a Godfather offer. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, 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 and he, he, he looks like North he Carolina. He does. He looks like it. He fits. He, he right. totally fits the profile right. of a right. team. Is there a bigger place? Like, think about it. Is there a Duke? Would no. it Duke? I mean, think Roy yeah. Williams, at least the reason why, and this happens all the time in radio and TV, you never want to be the guy or the girl to replace the guy right. or the girl, right? You want to be one yeah. step removed. So Jay Wright coming in for Roy Williams is a lot easier than coming in for as Roy Dean Smith. Did. Yes. Well, no, there was a couple guys in between oh, Roy you're right, Williams you're right. and Dean Smith. You're right. But it was nobody, nobody yeah. to that level of expectation, I would right. say. Doherty was Roy. there. He was terrible. Immediately. Well, did yeah. he come from, from Kansas? Didn't um Roy Williams uh, came from Roy Kansas. Williams, yeah, but yeah. with yeah. pedigree is right. right, right, right. So he was, he was an assistant for, for Dean Smith and then got the Kansas job as a result of that and then came back. But so, it was almost like this, you know, they were competing at the same level. So it was only like a little step down from from being in Kansas going to North Carolina. Yeah. 
you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, what he was doing in coaching. But I could see Jay Wright going step to down North Carolina. To North, there, I don't think there is. A, there's no step down in North Carolina, though. That's the point. You know right? what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying step down. Kansas at that at that point, Kansas was just a step down from oh, Carolina. I see. Yeah, he, he was a step down. So he was doing the same thing. He was competing with North Carolina at the time, you know, yeah. going into the, you know, Final Four and everything. So, yeah, man, I mean, Villanova, in fact, it, it, if you look at it as far as production, I think that Jay Wright has more. No, I know that Jay Wright has more production than can I mean, than Carolina's had what the past ten years. Yeah, if you look at Roy Williams coming from Kansas versus Jay Wright coming from Villanova, I would agree. Yeah, and now, now you have. I mean, think about it. Like, what would be the sport equivalent? This is the Yankees, right? This is yes. The, this is what what in Just football? You said the Yankees. Alabama? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! College yeah. football. Like yeah. retires and Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Yes. Like Another that, right? Like yeah. like an organization coming to you and right. saying, "We want you. We're and gonna we'll buy your contract out. You want right? Yes. yes, that's exactly what it is. That's that's an offer he can't refuse, man. Look, and, let and, me and, and, and I think Villanova be like, it's yeah. beautiful down there, man. Living down there, it is. Chapel Hill. I lived there for six years. Yeah. You know, I go, um, I go every time I, um, every year I go to get checked out of CTE to make sure I'm okay. Yeah. And they say I'm okay, but you guys seem to think different, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I never <laughs> said one word about CTE. <laughs> with you. Don't believe us. Don't put words in my mouth. I never mentioned CTE. <laughs> hey, real quick, by the but, way, yeah, hold on a second. But if you look yeah. at it, we went, I go down there for the, th- for the, um, for the, the test and everything. Mm-hmm. It is so pretty. Down oh, there. it's awesome. Yeah, I'd move back there in a second. Here's right. the thing, though, real, real quick, before we break, because we do have to break, and we have some other audio to play from last night, including something that's ridiculous in baseball. But it's almost to the point, I think it is to the point, right, where if you're a fan of Jay Wright, I don't care if you went to Nova, I don't care if you're a lifelong donor, alum, whatever. If you are a fan of Jay Wright, it's your duty to suggest he take this job, right? Yes. <laughs> And have no, have no hard feelings. Villanova should have no hard feelings. None whatsoever. I agree. I agree. All right, we'll break quick wrap on this. Coming up, it's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Where- Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Come on, man. That Bubba Sparks. Oh, how about this here? Bubba, Bubba. Only two guys in the history of the tournament have won the Masters after winning the week before. Only two guys? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Phil Mickelson? Yep. Great call by you. 
Yeah. Um, you get the other one. I'll be really impressed. 1988. 88. What's that you're eating, man? Um, that was not a Faldo. Uh, it was pri- prior to Faldo. Yeah, Monster. What is that? Yeah, Monster. Bro, um, I took and made my own stuff. Look. <laughs> I made my own. I want a chocolate covered. Was he? Is he Scottish? I don't know. Let me see. Sandy Lyle. Yeah, good call. Is he Scottish? He's Scottish. Alexander Jeff Bruder had it too. I just see Jeff Bruder on a stream. Joey Sandy B Lyle. too. Well, I, yeah, I said eighty-eight. So I don't yep. know how many people. He won a British Open too, Sandy Lyle. How about that, man? Nobody has done that for yeah. whatever it's worth. That's why I'm not going to take Spieth. Yeah. Uh, yes, those are almond M&Ms too, bro. He's tailor-made oh. for that track, bro. <laughs> 1100 is great value, but man, I mean there's there has to be something to that, right? Tom is your He can't be the only guy playing really well coming into a tournament that's won the week before. I just text I just text Brian. Brian it, I don't know. I, I'm asking I just text Brian Westbrook and I asked him, you think Jay Wright takes the job at Carolina? Mm. He said, I damn well sir, and make sure he takes a long look at it. <laughs> I'm telling you, anybody from there would be doing this. You're listening to The Middle on the Sportsmap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Shohei, two for 13 with a homer so far on this side of the scorecard. First pitch swinging. Oh, and first pitch crushing! Oh, man! Lean into it! one nothing Angels! Matty, we said it at the start. I mean, here's a guy that throws a ball 101 on one half of the inning, and the next one is the first pitch, 95-plus, 450 feet. Not often you see that. That's ESPN, by the way. I saw that last night. I happened to tune into that game just prior to that bomb. I'll tell you, the crack of that bat was unbelievable. <laughs> Listen, this, this is enough. All right, I'll watch that. That's enough for me to pay to watch the Angels. If, that, yeah. if I can see that every five days, this guy throw hard in one inning, half inning, and turn around and swing the bat like that. I mean, this is – we don't see this. This is insane. <laughs> It is. It Once is. in a lifetime. That cracked, though, right? That was unreal. Is there anything no, else you want to add to it, or is that it? Dang. Well, we <laughs> What, to the baseball? Well, I just wanted to hear that crack one more time. That's all. Well, we can hear that. Well, I didn't know uh, if there was anything more to that story. That was No, just, no, no. Like the Phillies could use a guy like that. They could. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Hmm. That, oh, that was right center field. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Rushed. That is that is one of uh, an amazing sounds in sports, right? How much baseball did you watch this this past weekend? Me? Both of you guys. I, I watched watch a lot. I watched yeah. I watched a whole lot. Now, when you watch it, are you in there working on the car and you just have it on in the background as noise? Yeah. Um no, I I I, hmm. I I I I'm in the I'm in the garage. And I'm working on it and looking at the same time. You know, I tend, you know, I tend to not focus as much 
on the offensive side because I mm-hmm. thought that they were I thought they were going to be you know pretty good at that. I try to go in and watch pitching a little more than than uh than I do to the offensive side of the ball. But yeah, I mean it's my expectations. You know me and my expectations, man. Yeah, I expect us to score more points, and and my expectations are being kind of dumped at this point as far as you know their offensive output. You know, I might right. I thought McCutcheon was going to come in and have a better. Better year. He's hitting like 111. Yeah, he's out tough. of the gate. Right. Uh, I'll let you know that. But yeah. it's only a matter of time, unfortunately, for him. Th- this team, though, they nobody hits well in, in the start of the season, usually up right. here, because it's just so hard. Right. Unless so cold, yeah. Guy, right? That can get around it. But they're mm-hmm. also not – we'll see. I mean, they, they may need to manufacture some runs. And that's, that's uh, unfortunate because you don't usually have that from well, – We, you know, we do have that, though. We, we have guys that can do that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just just looking at what we have. Reese should be doing it. Uh, Gene mm-hmm. Segura should be a guy that gets on base a lot. Um, I mean, Didi Gregorius. He, yeah. we have guys that should be able to play should. a lot better and have you know hotter bats than that. You know, we already know we're going to get from JT Real Muto. We're going to get guys. He's gonna he's gonna at least get us get us on base at least. You know, and Bryce is gonna you know he's gonna do the same thing. And you put him at number three. And you can put you you can put you know Real Musu anywhere in that lineup, and he'll generate offense. But you know I need the guys that are supposed to be doing it, like Reese. They haven't done Tom, it. Yeah, they That's should be doing. No, they they haven't done it. I'm and with it's you. Hard. It's hard to bank any type of hope on it until you see it and see it consistently. Right. Right. Because we've seen the ugly side of it, and it's blown leads. It's yeah. inability to even manufacture a run, let alone to power a run, and then all of a sudden what looks like a nice little stretch turns into losing, you know, eight of 10 and you get shut out in three of those games. But as I said, we, we don't offense. We shouldn't be like that from what I saw. And you know, the names we just talked about, how many hits do more. they get tonight off to Grom over well, under know. four and a I half under, under four, four and, and, and a half. half. Yeah. Now my expectations, could be walked and get on. Seven. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. hits. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going higher. Yeah, with my expectations. Yes, with. The, I mean, we're talking like they've lost. They're three and zero. No, they're going up against. The Brom's the best pitcher in the league. I know, man, but I'm just saying, generating offense. Jake is going to give us everything we want. You know, saying he's going to give us what we come to see. But I want to see if you know with them three be three and zero. If they go in with a chip on their shoulder, hmm. if they go in like, all right, we're you know we're all of that. You know, come beat us. Man, DeGrom is just insane. Yeah. <laughs> the, just the stuff that he has, man. How many hits he gives up per pitch or even per inning. But it's it's amazing. I mean, this this guy, unbelievable. I don't know. I would tell you, Barrett's going over four and a half. I'm going under. I'm going I'm over. There. Yeah, Aaron? I'll go under. I'll, th- I'll say they, they get four hits. So it's four and a half. I'll go under. Okay. Okay. They get beat tonight. Yeah. Look, the, the offense just takes time. That's the problem. So we'll see. You know, last, I think last year, if people want to put stock in last year, then put stock in the Marlins making the playoffs and winning the division and, and see how long you want to keep that going. Wow. Nick right? Pavetta gets the start tonight for the Red Sox. The Red Sox are awful. They're terrible. I watched some of their game against the Orioles. Orioles look like the... And that feel good to say. <laughs> core four Yankees against the Red Sox. I'm telling you, yeah, Nick right? Pavetta, wow, against Michael Waka tonight. Not 
Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. I knew <laughs> I that was coming. <laughs> I, just, I saw uh, just. I oh, saw. one of the other things hey, that Todd. happened that happened over the weekend, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Jalen Hurts, Eagles quarterback number one, changed his number to number one. Mm. His him. jersey number. Now, is that uh, you, you, is there anything to this, Barrett? You know, he's obviously, you know, it's ironic because Carson Wentz is now number two in Indianapolis. Correct. Oh, I see. I didn't put that together, but I'm just saying this. Um, I would, too, man. At this point, he wants to go in as the number one. I mean, that's a lot of expectations going to play uh, on him and be received by him because he moved to number one. But, you know, I mean, ask Dion. Dion, you say, look good, play good. And right. All the way down to his number. He wanted everybody to be number 21. And that's what he did. He right. worked towards everybody looking to, all right, 21, just like, you know, Jordan with 23. I want 21 to be every DB on the field. But you got to earn that right. Wasn't Hurts number two at Alabama and Oklahoma, though, too? Yeah, he was. Yeah. It's kind of his number. Right. Well, Correct. This is, a new, this is a new beginning. Look good, play good. Play good, get paid good. Get paid yeah. good, eat good. Look, so I guess number one is winning a Super Bowl, <laughs> and I can't find any co- any quarterback who wore the number one mm-hmm. to win a Super Bowl. No. So analytics will tell you, unless it was unless you couldn't you couldn't have number one back in the day because it was it was right. Cam Newton for, got close. He got yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, he did. He got close. It was basically for uh, kickers. No cigar. Right. It was basically for kickers. They changed right, everything back. up, like using zero. Here we go. We'll wrap the final half coming up next. It's the middle Philly voice.com slash the middle ends sports map radio. Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The the middle. (laughs) We need a Lil Maze. Wait, wait, what was the commercial? Harry goes, I don't need a Lil anything. You'd have Lil Harry or Lil Maze. Lil Maze. And and you pull a (laughs) string and it says, I am out. Or like four or five different maze sayings. Now that's an idea. Did you see a Shander doll? It oh, never yeah. stops talking. No, you don't even God. need to pull the string. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. 
Watch it live on YouTube. Joey B, yeah. over under on Claritin's <laughs> taken by Harry this weekend, plus or minus three and a half. <laughs> Take the over. Right. I like look play actually real. I was hoping that Jordan Love would have uh, for the Packers would be number one, so they can call him One Love. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, it's that season, man. It's Claritin yeah. season, bro. Yeah, oh, it's goodness. terrible. Yeah, I've been Zyrtecking it up, you know, but you can only take it at night. If you forget at night and you try to take it during the day, it makes you sleepy. So I took a Claritin and a Zyrtec on Saturday. Wow, that's good work. In the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. All dried up. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, now what? We covered a lot, man. We have. We haven't gotten to the Charles Barkley audio yet. Oh, that's right. The, uh, the Where is that? I have that from your email. Which one is this? We can play from, that. From uh, Saturday night. Yeah, he was on fire. Man. He was great. <laughs> yeah. He's always great. In the chair. I, I can all, I can, you know, I could listen to him. Yeah, he should have, he should have like a radio show. Uh, you know, you and him think alike. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Say whatever comes to mind. Hey. <laughs> what hey, I can't help I'm right all the time. <laughs> That's, that's what Mark would say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My way of thinking ought to be the way of thinking on the in the country. Mm. And same with Charles. What's Joey B saying? Last segment, go to the stream. Like, what what did we do that was stream worthy? I'm not sure that I missed or that you. Bro, been, they have been on point. No, I'm day. saying as far as he's referencing something we were saying. So I I don't know what it was that was. From yes, from last segment yesterday. I'm not sure. No, he meant. I think he meant like last segment. Well, at the last segment, just go to the stream and you know work through the stream. Like well, we have overtime. Paid. I mean, we've got you know obligations and stuff. That's all. <laughs> we've got obligations. All right, so we've got two things we can listen to here. One is much lighter. The other is more serious. So let's get the easier one out of the way. And yeah, let's go light first. I've already put a temporary ban and it's not working as far as a household ban because I, I tried it's just me right now who's living and putting my money where my mouth is but I'm out on Jeopardy and it's a shame because that show is iconic but it's been destroyed with these hosts who yeah. have stepped in these celebrity hosts. I haven't watched it since it's, it's rough. it yeah. is rough well this is from ESPN but we have word from okay. the guy who's hosting it tonight. Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Yeah. I studied my ass off. I really did. I, I watched hours and hours of episodes uh, from a new perspective, watching as the host now, studying Alex, every beat of the show. Uh, and then when I got the clues, which they're very hush-hush about the clues, which they, which they should be, um, you know, just saying them out loud and, and figuring out commas and emphasis points and uh, just, yeah, I wanted to be as, uh, as thorough and prepared as possible. Um, there's no real way. I don't think of being uh, completely prepared just because you have just so much going on and, and 
I'm talking about like being able to read perfectly every single clue. Like I think even the great Alex had to do a couple pickups at the end of the show just because just there's a there's words you you know may have seen one or two times and it might be clue number 17 and you have 305 clues in one day you gotta read perfectly it's uh it's a tall task but you know i approached it with a lot of respect uh not just for the show and, and being a huge fan of the show but for alex and wanted to do his memory uh justice by just being as prepared as i possibly could oh well there's aaron Rodgers on the approach to it but how do you think he'll do I so think he'll be all right. If my well, I think he might be pretty good at it. We've had a couple of people who have stepped in so far, yeah. right? We've had Ken Jennings, who is just the very natural, unlikable. Yes, very and, unlikable. The natural guy from you have to be smart in order to host it, but he has no personality. We've had Katie Couric, we've had Doctor Oz, people that I would say, all right, they've had a shot. Who else? And now we have Aaron Rodgers. I, I think Aaron Rodgers has a likability to him, but we also get caught up in our bubble. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers is likable to us. Aaron, you know, and not. Well, just I don't know. Is he likable? He's kind of goofy. He's kind of weird. Well, we have fun with him in the set. Yeah. Like we make, I, I, okay, maybe not likable, but we make fun of him, right? We, we have fun with him. Like yeah. we can have fun with his State Farm commercials and we can have fun with all the other stuff he does. I don't know if he trans, this is a completely different audience. It's a good point you're it's raising. Because I, I wonder if people, you know, uh, like have ever even really heard him speak before that aren't football fans. Right. You know what I mean? Well, think about it, guys. We know Aaron Rodgers when when he says something, if he says R-E-L-A-X or right. if he says something about the team, like whatever it is, we know his history. We know who he is. We know he's a difficult dude to play with, according to like everybody who's played or playing with him. We know that, you know, he's had these real Danica Patrick, right? right. Like we know so much that comes with Rodgers where Olivia I, Munn. Olivia Munn, right. right. So I think the three of us and others will look at this like with a blind eye. And there's no problem with that. We're biased. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm going to say he's good just because or he did good just because he's a sports star. It's because he's in our world. I think if you if you watch it on social and you see the social components that with all the NFL Twitter and people on these, it's going to be, oh, my God, amazing, amazing, amazing. And I think there'll obviously be middle ground, but I think he is going to be captivating us more than he is the regular. Now, to mm. be fair, you know, Katie Couric and, and Dr. Oz and Ken Jennings, I don't know if they captured the regular audience either. We're getting so, some, uh, so so you, you're saying that um, what, what you're trying to say and you're trying to sugarcoat a little bit is that um, more than likely, I guess you would say nerds wouldn't really understand or know who, you know, who he is. And to them, it might be like, all right, well, who's this guy? All right. Let's see who he is. I don't know. It's not necessarily just nerds, right? But I think what happens, Barrett, is that we all, all of us, this show and beyond, we get caught every now and again assuming, even in the NFL, which I think is the biggest stance or cause we have to push, but we get caught a lot thinking that the stuff that is magnified and huge in our world does transfer over to the average person that maybe not doesn't follow sports. So I think it's more of a broader audience and nerds happen to be in that broader audience. So you're right. Mm -hmm. There are going to be a group of people who are like, who the hell is this guy? But I, I just, you know, jeopardy is seven o'clock Eastern post dinner. There's, well, yeah, but right? 
It's hard, man. It's hard when you talk about another genre than you're in. And yeah. when you want people to know who you are and, you know, going in and, you know, he's hosting a show that they may not know who he is. They might just think he's the guy that sells insurance. You never know. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 might be Great the case. Point. Well, you know what I'm saying? Do those commercials air on non-sports programming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have to. They do? Yeah. With him in it? I know yeah. State Farm advertises on non-sports program, but with him in it. Yeah, it's, right. well, you've seen non-sports programming. I really don't watch non-sports programming on regular television. Well, you're right. That actually, I got to be yeah. honest. Yeah, that actually. Like when I, you know, when I'm watching, like when I'm watching, uh, you know, a, a new show or something like that. You know, I mean, uh-huh. it, it, I see, I see it then. So what, like the Young Rock? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You know how is that? Did you see I actually it? had to watch the no. first episode. It was awful. No. Oh, okay. All awful. Right. You know why I had to watch it? Why? Because the voice was coming up at nine o'clock afterwards on a Tuesday night, and I was at my mom's place, and she's addicted to the voice. So we had to suffer through the fir- the eight to eight fifty nine two blocks of awful programming. It was Young horrendous. Rock. Young Sheldon, uh, I mean, oh. take your pick, right? Oh, blow your brains out from the left or the right side. <laughs> I throw right. both of them in a dumpster. Seriously. I do remember this moment, this famous moment, Aaron Rodgers, Oz, correct. Nobody's duplicating this stuff. Alex gives a Right? I mean, lesson. this was crazy. Stayed in the chapel where Anne Boleyn actually got beheaded. Or she she's buried, her head is buried. Alex seems to fancy himself. All right, a that's sorry. Professor. I thought it was the actual clip. I apologize. What is he's checking this? this. He's what checking this that? woman who is is explaining in that interview a story about where Anne Boleyn was either beheaded or buried. Uh-huh. And he has he gives her this look like this this you know the sly eye look like what are you talking about? And then explains like actually this is what happens. I mean he they, you know he's ready and and that's another thing too is. This is the one before we listen to Charles Barkley. This is my last point. You guys can take it as long as you want, but I'm just saying this. There is a tact. There is something about ripping people on a game show that's subtle, that requires a lot of tact that Alex had mm-hmm. that these people now that are celebrity. I, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a jerk publicly because right. Mike Florio is going to write six articles about, you see, Greg Jennings was right. This guy ripped this woman on the stage. Like these people now that are doing it are so cognizant of their own brand that mm. Katie Couric is not going to come out and say, uh, no, you know, you should have got that. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh. That's you know, you're not going to rip people if you have a brand. Trebek could rip people, and that's what's going to be missing. Right. Well, you know, we had to give everybody a chance, though. Just like I, I gave, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, um, Dallas quarterback. I gave him a shot because I didn't Tony think Tony Romo. I, I didn't think Tony Romo would be a good, you know, analyst. I mean, it because it, I I just know Tony Romo from being. Tony Romo, you know, just the guy mm-hmm. that played quarterback for Dallas. I didn't know he was going to be as good Who as he happened is. to say Jessica Simpson. Right, 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 right. So, you know, like I mean, he was Andy Dalton out there doing nothing. But, you know, I mean, that's that's what we knew him from that. Right. You know, right. not well, just, just think about his tryout when he did it, when he was first trying out before we even heard how he did. Can you imagine like the like the the guy evaluating him, the director, whoever, whoever it was, must have been like, man, nobody does it like this. Like, is this good? Yeah. You know, and he, it was kind of a leap. Right, it right. It had never been done like that before. Well, I mean, a lot of times if you're if you have the big name, they don't care. I mean, it's like with, with Magic when he came in, he was he was doing games. Yeah. 
No, just because you were a great basketball player doesn't mean, you know, just yeah, like Magic football. isn't very good with the, like on right, television. Right. He's great at basketball. Amazing. Right. His personality, like he, how, he's in that commercial now with Charles Barkley and uh, uh, oh, the, the Capital One commercial. Capital One commercial. And he's, yeah. he's goofy in that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Business and, and not even meaning to be. Right. Business, entrepreneur he's, or he, basketball. I'll, I'll put he's fantastic. Magic. Yeah. yeah. Talk show host? Eh, no, not so much, but that's okay. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick one here. We'll have some time to stretch. Listen to this Barkley cut react. We have overtime as well. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and uh, sports map radio. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. This uh, name, image, and likeness stuff uh, with college athletics is really picking up some steam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, didn't they... Did they not meet Emmert, right, on, was it Sunday or Saturday? I don't know, but a, a bunch of states have adopted the the ability to make money on your name, image, and likeness now. I mean, it's, all, it's only fair, man. You, I know. You're, ask, you're asking the kid to go out there and, and, and give his heart. Everybody's like, well, you give them scholarship. They're paying for the education. Well, yeah. you can't work. You can't work right. during the season. So how are you supposed to if, if you're what if you're married and you have to take care of a family? How are you supposed to take care of your family? The scholarship takes care of you. Mm-hmm. But some yeah, of these guys are married. It's yeah. not a, I don't think it's as as broad though, right? I think it's a very targeted ability to make money off of it. Well, it's it's, it's the it's, it's a start, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. And I don't but I don't think that the NCAA should be praised or maybe we should stop short because I think Barrett that this still has a little bit of a narrow or maybe a lot of it. I'm trying to find it, but I think it's pretty narrow as far as the scope of how you can make money. So they're still, they're still squeezing. They're just not yeah. as hard. Um, well, it's just hard because you don't, what if you're, what if you're a lacrosse player that, you know, you, you don't have any revenue or a means to make money. Nobody watches your, 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 your game enough that you even get any endorsement because nobody wants to buy your jersey. But then you have a guy that's a big name and everybody wants to buy his jersey. He should be compensated for it. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you're going. You know, Johns Hopkins would be able to sell across jerseys. Right. Yeah. Syracuse. 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 Yeah, CW yeah. Post. Yep. Carolina. Uh, Chris, Chris Russo as a Jeopardy host asked Joey oh my B. Goodness. How would that be? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. That's an all timer right there. <laughs> And uh, what do you mean? I watched High Heat the other day. Dude, he is you out of control. You want to know Thomas Edison if he fell on you? <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is He'd be talking to the producer. The mm-hmm. Live. 
presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, now how are we going to go from that, from Chris Russo <laughs> hosting Jeopardy to Charles Barkley? On politics. All right, you ready? We don't go politics on this show, but this no, jumped out at me over the weekend. All right. Charles on the, the TNT Saturday night TNT shared that news how painful it was yeah but the one thing I took out of that piece was man I think most white people and black people are great people I really believe that in my heart but I think our system is set up where our politicians whether they're Republicans or Democrats are designed to make us not like each other so they can keep their grasp of money and power. They divide and conquer. I truly believe in my heart, most white people and black people are awesome people, but we're so stupid following our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats. And their only job is, hey, let's make these people not like each other. We don't live in their neighborhoods. We all got money. Let's make the whites and blacks not like, like each other. Let's make rich people and poor people not like each other. Uh, let's let's scramble the middle class. I truly believe that in my heart. There you have it. That's it. Out of that. Well said. Out of that. But only he can get away with saying that. I know. And people will listen. Because mm-hmm. he's not on social media. Right. Is that what a- it is? Right. And he never will go on social there's, media. There's something to it, though, Barrett, and, and I joke a little bit, but there's some truth behind it because that's where statements like that get warped. Mm-hmm. That's where statements like that, people need to find out more about who says the statement. Right. Well, you can't trust fill in the blank and the point that he or she just made because look at what he threw somebody through a plate glass window 25 30 years ago whatever whatever it was everything about social media and having an account that you can then tag after making a statement like charles just did is to derail and dilute the point and that's why i think it, it stands and resonates probably more so than normal because there isn't a place to go to and now devalue chuck it's mm-hmm. just where it's the old fashioned conversations we're having right now on the radio. Right. 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 You mean, yep. you, you, and he wouldn't listen, even if he had one, he wouldn't listen to what people said to him outside of that, because I mean, it can always be misconstrued. You know, you could, you could, they'll just focus on maybe three words and not care about what you said before in the context of what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with, you know, social media, you can pick and choose what you want to hear and what you don't want to hear. When you have to, when you when you have to internalize it from what he said, you hear him saying it, and the constants what he said, it, it makes things a little different. I mean, it makes yeah. things a lot different. There's a there's a fantastic cartoon. I, I'm trying to find it right now as we were speaking, so I could put it up on the stream. If anybody's seen it, just let me know and I'll put it up there. But there there's a great cartoon that really encapsulates this image as best as I've seen, where there are I don't know a hundred people standing at the edge of a cliff. And they're supporting this wooden board that's out over the cliff. And on the cliff are two or three or four politicians on each side yelling back and forth at each other. Mm -hmm. And here are these people, these hundred people who are physically holding up a board that are holding up these politicians. And all it takes is for them to turn around and walk away. And guess what happens? The board falls. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and look, you can apply that to corporations. You can apply that to, you know, credit cards, to soda and everything else. But it, but it, it's with politicians and politics, to Chuck's point, 
we can't, he's like, you know, we're stupid because we, and, and we all have our biases and we're all influenced if it's local to up to state to federal, but man, that's, you know, there's a lot of truth to that where we mm -hmm. choose to be like Twitter itself. You choose to go on there to be angry and upset and paranoid. Politics fuels that. Well, you go on with even you, you go on with that, with that demeanor already in your head with the, with the, the you know, the, the, all right, I'm just going to hate this. Regardless of what it is, I'm going to hate this regardless. And, you know, sometimes it just doesn't make sense, man. You know, I mean, I could wake up today or tomorrow, man, and have a whole different point of view of what I talked to you guys about yesterday. Uh, you're you not know? allowed to change your opinion. No, nope, can't do that. <laughs> exactly. Yes, thanks, Ron. We're back. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Oh, yeah. Overtime, courtesy of Book It Sports, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander. Just saw this news come down. No more week one Monday night football doubleheaders. Yeah, I saw that. I saw they were considering uh, getting rid of it. So No, it's official. Why not? Like, the league is expected to drop the week one doubleheader, replace it with a Saturday doubleheader. In the final week of the regular season. Saturday. Uh, what, love I, it. I don't know. I, I like, first off, I love the fact that there's a doubleheader on Monday because it shows it could be done each and every week. But it's also a great way to open up the season. And then the Saturday thing, don't get me wrong, I don't dislike watching NFL football on Saturday. But it's kind of like, well, you you know, why don't we have this every week? And I understand college and all. I, I don't know. It, it feels I, like, I don't know why they're doing this. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know really what they gained from it, but maybe it's a, is it a ratings thing? Do they think they can get better, a maybe. better audience? I, I don't know. But I like the early Monday night game because it would come on around like 6.30, didn't it? It yeah. started really early. I love yeah, that. I Me too. I mean, yeah. more football I can consume. I'm loving it. Yeah. I can sit there from, from, from 6 o'clock until – 11 30 12 o'clock and watch football i mean that's mm -hmm. that's cool with me just another day to watch football why 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 is it a problem i don't know i don't want to wait until the end of the year give me that right. game now because right. a lot of times those week 17 games stink because teams are already in the playoffs or out you know what i mean like they're they're not playing guys week yeah. 17 well, can be a bust that's a fantastic yeah. point you know You're and that's right. why yeah i rather i rather week one be a dud then week 17, when you know four or five weeks out that, oh, whatever game, maybe the Titans or the Colts, right? What are you talking about? Maybe the Eagles and the Jets. Well, no, nobody's going to schedule the <laughs> Nobody Eagles wants that. On that Saturday expecting people to watch, Barrett. Only Jake Asman <laughs> wants that. That's it. Seriously. Oh, that's going to be the worst game. Is this our last game, too? That's that's going to be the worst game ever. No way the that's Jets, on Saturday. The Jets against the Eagles. How bad is that? Wait a bro? second. We don't know though if that's the regular, if that's the end of the regular season. I think they're still keeping the divisional games to end the regular. Yeah, season. it's just oh, okay. I it's hope not so. Necessarily a week eight, seventeen, or eighteen matchup. It's just going to be an extra. That's you know when what? they play for the extra game. 
Well, I'll tell you what, if that was the last game of the season, I guarantee that both teams will have their cars gassed up. Yep. <laughs> out in the parking lot to get the hell well, out. You wouldn't of wouldn't want to see at. Zach Wilson go up against Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Man, I don't even know if either one of those guys would be in the game at that point. Yeah. Last game of the season, rookie year to stick it out like that. That's who knows? Oh, who knows? I have That'll no idea. Horrible, man. Horrible. Any thoughts? Uh, let's see. We got the Flyers tonight. This is probably as big of a must win scenario as they could have against the yep. Bruins. A must have. Is it? I mean, just, it, they have to put heart in there. Yeah. They got to get him back, man. They got to get him. They got to hit get him back. And I think. Once they get him going in the right direction, I think the team will follow. Hmm. He's they the catalyst on where that team wow, goes. You're, right you're, you're, you're really taking yeah. a leap there. Yeah, I mean, I am. I mean, but I, I, I truly think he is the reason um, that this team is, is faltering the way it is. You know, they had all these high expectations, and it was incumbent upon him having a good season. Yeah. And with him not having a good season, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, all right, well, for what? For who, for what? Well, people can't help themselves. That's why no matter what Jalen Rager does, he will always be compared to Justin Jefferson. Like no matter what Brandon Graham does or did, mm-hmm. he'll always be compared to Earl Thomas. People don't learn their lessons. They can't help themselves. So when Carter Hart comes around and shows more promise and more sustainability at first than any other young goalie, that, and he's not you know, Michael Layton or Ray Emery or something like that, then you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got, and then people go overboard because they can't help themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why people don't want to play here anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, what has Jalen Rager done except play in, a, in an offense with a quarterback who no longer wants to be here, a head coach who has said, I've had enough, a team that was terrible and shifted to their backup. Not to say that Rager is better than Jefferson or not, but that's the whole point is that this guy comes in here and all of a sudden he'll be forever tagged with Jefferson Hart. It's like that times a million. People were comparing him to Bernie Perron. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And there lies the problem. Expectations. Expectations. You know, I mean, it just, it is what it is. You know, I got caught up with those expectations when I got drafted. Bernard Williams came in. He was all world. Just couldn't stop smoking weed. Yeah. Put me in a position where I had to play tackle instead of guard. I was supposed to come in as a guard, man. If I'd, if I'd have played guard from the beginning, I'd probably been probably been a pro bowler yeah. it's easier inside than it is outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going against the likes of, 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 you know, Charles Haley, Leslie O'Neill, Chris Dolman, Mr. White. I mean, you know, week after week after week, mm-hmm. you know, all pro after all pro after all Derek Thomas, you know, and as a young kid going out there, man, it was tough, man. But I believe if I was at guard, I did a lot better. Then I, mm-hmm. all right, Leon let maybe this week, you know, or, or, you know, like that, but it may I just, you know, and I'll have both guys on the side of me. But if I'm out right. there all by myself, it's You're a on an totally island. different yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, it's a totally different game. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, just just go, just goes to show you when you get in there, it's tough, man. It's tough. You got to fight makes your sense. way out. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, all right, any, uh, any final thoughts on this game tonight? I'm going to take the under, and I'm not going to take a side because I don't care who wins. I just want a great game. The under first half is 75 and a half now. Yeah. Total. I mean, Mm. how do you not go under that? I'll go over that. You think there's going to be more than 75 points scored in the first half? A lot of times these games start out very frenetic. 
pace wise and guys yep. are missing jump shots left and right. Usually till that first TV timeout. There's a lot of times you'll get that game under 16 timeout and the scores like eight to four. <laughs> Seriously. You're right. Because their nerves are so, you know, there's these guys are nervous. Oh, no question. Nobody slept tonight. Yeah. Believe that. Nobody slept tonight. Yeah. In fact, do we have games like this, especially with their late like late night games? You don't sleep that night. You end up sleeping during the day. It kind of throws you off a little Rups bit. You uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right. It's a nine, what, 37 start? Right. And that's in the Eastern time zone. That's not in Central time zone. No. Right. So yeah. 8.30, but still 9 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 9.20, I guess, technically for us. But, you know, it's still at four and a half. Yep. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a couple that I looked at here. Uh, the first half spread, Gonzaga, it's down to two and a half, three, two and a half. I don't mind that mm-hmm. by any means if you think Gonzaga – can stick. This is what I really like, though. Baylor, and and still, you, I think you can still go under 75 and a half and get a good value for Baylor over 36 and a half first half points. But I, I think Baylor, that's why I would stay away from Gonzaga and the spread. But I think that Baylor could, this is a game where Baylor could be up 40 to 30, 40 to 32, something like that at the half. And everybody thinks, oh, they got them where they want them. And then here comes Gonzaga. Mm hmm. So I don't mind that. And then the last is just the overall number. I know Harry stayed away from it, but anything under five, even five and a half, feels like Gonzaga can pull away. But man, yes, seven, eight, nine points. I don't know how you beat Baylor by that. I just don't. I don't Baylor's way too good to be beaten tonight, I think, by eight or nine points. Mm. No? Uh, pressure, man. Pressure. Pressure versus pipes, man. I thought you had Baylor tonight. Yeah, no, I'm saying that I'm, I'm saying I do have Baylor tonight and I think they can beat them by uh by more than eight points. I Matthew, this on, I, Matthew Mayer, 33 to one for uh tournament MOP. What would he need to do tonight? The white guy with the mullet. <laughs> yeah, Meyer. Well, like, He'd like, have to go would... for 20 plus. He'd have to hit seven threes. Well, you know what's scary though? He can do that, man. He could, because he because this is a guard centric. This is gonna be a guard centric game, uh-huh. and just leave him out there sitting there by himself, just hanging in the around corner. Line. The corner three. Can you yeah. imagine? <laughs> like, hold on a second. Let's say the guy six drops threes in a row. Yep. He drops forty. Right? He hits eight threes in the first half. <laughs> Bill Rafferty's voice is hoarse because he can't yell onions anymore. And here comes Meyer walking back, looking at Grant Hill like, yeah. <laughs> He's backpedaling. The mullet in the back going like this. Yeah, he's backpedaling down the court. <laughs> yeah. Look, if he does that, I drive to Indy tonight and demand that he gets the MOP. <laughs> damn right. Seriously. Damn right. Our MOP in our heart. That's for damn sure. Ridiculous. That he's it's hilarious. It is so funny. That mullet can't be real. Like right. mustache can't be real, right? Right. That's all timers be for effect, right? That moment. Well, but look, man, I mean, that that's what gives it. That's why I can never look at a redhead again. Because if I if I see a redhead, I see eyebrows. When I see the mullet, yep. I'm thinking of Oklahoma State's, you know, head coach, or I'm thinking of shooting a three. One yeah. of the right. two. If you want to <laughs> cleanse your mind of that, be able to see a redhead again, take a look at Nicole Kidman. <laughs> all right, there you go. There you go. There you go. Or Lil Kim back in the day. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah that, that could work too. All right, we're back on Tuesday. Thanks to everybody for hanging. See ya. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? 
Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.